Shalom to all. Today's daf is the first daf Mesech Shalom. That is daf Bays, And we are, of course, starting with the brand new Mishnah at the top of the daf. The first parak of Mesech Shalom is sponsored by Safe Orthodontics of Jackson, New Jersey. Hashem should grant them continued atzlacha, bracha, nachas from the kinder, and the ability to continue spreading Tyra throughout the world. Now, this Mesech is not originally from Talmud Bavli. It's actually from the Yushalmi, and therefore has a completely different style than Bavli. This Mesech does not have Rashi and Taisus on it. However, there are many Pirushim on Mesech Shalom. Now, the main parish used is called Tiklin Chadetin, Aramaic for Nushkalim. This parish was written by Rabbi Yisrael of Shklov, one of the foremost Talmidim of the Vilna Gain. Now, what's interesting is that there's many differences in Girsa, and each daf actually has numerous Ha'aras and Girsa changes. Now, for the most part, we're going to be using the Girsa of the Tiklin Chadetin, which is based mainly off of his Rebbe, the Gra. A quick glance at the Gemaras available out there, such as Art Scroll and others, reveal that they too, for the most part, follow the Tiklin Chadetin when it comes to Girsa issues. So what's important for us is that this means that a number of times the Gemara is going to say one word or even a phrase, but it's really meant to be substituted completely for something else. We're only going to be reading the Girsa that should be read and not what's actually written in the Gemara. So do not get thrown off when this happens multiple times on every single daf. And now a little bit about what we're going to be learning. This Masechta is called Shkalim, referring to the mitzvah of Machsas HaShakel. In Parshas Kisisa, Maishu Rabbeinu is commanded to take a census of Bnei Israel and is cautioned not to count people, but instead to count coins the way half a shekel, each coin representing one person. Now Chazal teach that this collection of the Machsas HaShakel is to take place every single year, not specifically for the census, rather as a tax, and the money is to be used for purchasing carbonist Sibor, such as the carbon Tamid, carbon of Rosh and the like. This way, Everyone in Klai Yisrael has a small part in every single carbon that's a carbon seabor. As we're going to learn, the general procedure was as follows. An announcement was made by Bezdin reminding everyone to bring their shkalim in. They were brought in and then deposited in a room in the Beis Hamikdash compound called Alishka. Three times a year, money was withdrawn from the Lishka. This is called Trumas Halishka. And that money was used to purchase all the Karbanas necessary for the next four months. So the Mishnah tells us as follows. On the first of Adar, the agents of Bezin would go out and make proclamations, make announcements, reminding everyone that they have to bring their Shkalim in. And reminding everyone about Kilayim. Now we know that there's an Isra of Kilayim. Certain species are not allowed to be planted together. The Bezin notifies everyone to check on their fields for potential Kilayim issues on the first of Adar because the plants and grains have begun to sprout already, and therefore any kalim will be noticeable and can subsequently be removed. The Shluchim of Bezin actually went out to personally inspect the fields and remove any kalim that was there, and we're going to learn about that soon. The Meshachatayim of Hamisha Asur Bayan on the 15th of it, meaning on the 15th of Adar, Karnas HaMegillah Bekrach, and they read the Megillah in the walled cities. And they also fix up all the ways, Vesarachavis in the streets, Vesmikvais Hamayim, and all the Mikvais. These are the ritual baths, like a regular Mikvah that people would go into. During the winter, these would get ruined, they'd be full of mud, and they might need fixing up. And already in Adar, it starts getting nice outside, so they're able to fix them up. And they also do anything that the Rabbim needs. The Gemara is going to discuss what that means. And they mark the graves. The graves had to be marked so that Kaihan and people that were makbid not to become Tame would make sure not to walk over or touch these graves, so therefore they would have to remark them if the mark got washed away during the winter. They ate some afal kilayim, and they would also go out about kilayim, and we're going to talk about this in the Gemara. And the Gemara starts off with the question, Why is it that these announcements would go out on the first of Adar? The Gemara answers, So that the Bnei could bring their Shkalim in time, And the Chumas Halishka, again, this withdrawal could be done from the Chumas Halishka with the new money, Bismana, in its proper time, which is on the first of Nisan. So therefore, people needed ample time to bring their Shkalim so that we can make this first withdrawal on the first of Nisan. Chumas Halishka, 
Lashka. This withdrawal is done just like it was done the first time in the Midbar. Shinemar says in the Pasik, Vahibachadisharishainvashanashanis, it was in the first month, on the second year, Baechalachadish on the first of the month, meaning the first of Nisan, Hukamat Mishkan, that's when the Mishkan was set up. Batani Allah, and we have a brass on that. Bayam Shukama Mishkan, the day that the Mishkan was set up on the first of Nisan, by Bayam Netamachuma. That's when this first withdrawal was taken, the first Shumas Halishka. So we see that we do just like they did in the Midbar. In the Midbar, they took the first Shumas Halishka on the first of Nisan, and we do that also every year afterwards. And another source for this, Rabbi Tav, Rabbi Yeshe, Bishem, Rav Kahana, they both say, Namar Khan Lechadche, it says over here, Lechadche, in regards to the carbon of Rosh Chadish. For Namar Alan, it says over there, Lechadche, in regards to counting the months. Ma Lechadche, Amar Alan, just like the Lechadche, it says over there, Ein Man Elam Nisan, that teaches us that we start counting the months from Nisan and not from any other month. Af Lechadche, Amar Khan, so too, in regards to the Lechadche, that says over here, talking about the carbon of Rosh Chadish, Ein Man Elam Nisan, we only count from Nisan. And this Joshua is supposed to be teaching us that we're tarim, the Trumas Alishka, Nisan, and not any other month. However, it's not a clear Joshua, and the Gemara explains that. He left the first part of this Brisa and he only said the second part of the Brisa. And we really need the first part of the Brisa to truly understand this Joshua. Like Tani doesn't say the following, meaning, isn't this the ratio of the Brisa? The Pasuk says as follows This is the Ayla of the month with its renewal. You might think that we should withdraw money from the Lishka every single month for the Karbanas of that month. That's why it says for all the other months. One month, we make a withdrawal for the carbonus of all the carbonus of the year. You might think that you can make that withdrawal in any month that you want. And here's where the Sefer the Brasa comes in. It says over here, just like the Lachadche over there, in regards to counting the months. It tells us that we start counting the months from Nisan. That's considered Rosh Chadashim, the first of all the months. So to the Lachadche that it says over here, in regards to the carbon of Rosh Chadash, we only count it from Nisan, meaning we're tarim chums halishka in Nisan and not in any other month. So we have another source over here that the chums halishka was taken out in Nisan and not in any other month. And now the Gemara asks, Mao Mashmiyan, what does the word Mashmiyan actually mean? Rafun Amar, he says, Machrizin, it means to make a proclamation, an announcement, to remind everyone to bring their shkalim in the proper time. Kemadetema, as you say, and this is the Yerushalmi's way of saying, Kedachsev, as it says in the Pasuk, Vayitnu Kalbi Yehuda, Yerushalayim, and there was a proclamation, an announcement that went out in Yehuda and Yerushalayim, reminding everyone that they should bring their shkalim in the proper time. And now we're going to talk about making an announcement for bringing the shkalim in a leap year. Tamantanin over there, we learned in the Mishnah. Ain bein adar, rishon adar, shendi. There's no difference between the first adar and second adar. Ela mikra megillah, matanus lavyanim, except for mikra megillah and matanus lavyanim. We know that megillah and matanus lavyanim is supposed to happen in the second adar, not in the first. If you did in the first adar, you have to do it again in the second adar. Now, in many Gemaras, the Girsa brings in a memra from Reb Chelbay and a number of other Abanim. We're going to skip that and go jump two lines later to Reb Simon, B'Shem, Reb Yishuab, and Levi. He tells us, even the announcements for the Shkalim and for Kalim, that's also a difference between Adarishan and Adarshani. When there's two Adars, we make this announcement only in the second Adar, not in the first Adar. Amr Abiyasi, he says, Vios, and that's correct. Why is that? Because Kulum Amr Mashmiyam Al Shkalim. Why do they say that we should make this announcement to bring your Shkalim? This is so that Kalayasol could bring their Shkalim in the proper time. Imat Amr Badarishan, if you're going to make this announcement in Adarishan, Ad Kedain is Bashata Shitin Yaman, there's still another 60 days of the year. And people might procrastinate because they're going to say, we still have another 60 days to bring our shkalim, and then they're going to forget. And Kolom Amr Yotam Afal Kalayim, why do they say that we should make an announcement about Kalayim? El Nikarim. This is so that the plants could be recognizable. We could see whether there's actually Kalayim growing over here. Imat Amr Badr Rishon, if you're going to make an announcement in the first Adar, Ad Kedain Inun Dekikin, they're still going to be very small because 15 days after the announcement, that's when the messengers of Bezim would go out to actually see if there's Kalayim in the field. And 15 days after the first Adar, the plants are still very small. 
all. So we're not going to gain anything by making an announcement so early. That's why the announcements were made in the second Adar and not in the first Adar. Reb Chizke Shal, Reb Chizke asked the following question. Now in the Yushalmi, whenever it says Shal, that he asked a question, he's not asking because he doesn't know the halacha. He actually holds that this is what the halacha is, and he holds that this is the correct way of looking at it. He was just bringing this question to the base Medrash, and he wanted to know what everyone else thought about it. But he himself was confident that this is what the halacha was. So Reb Chizke Shal, he asked the following. Me'ata, from now, now that we know that we have to give ample time to people, but not too much time, but in Bava Mashmir and Mashaklaim, the people that live in Bavel, they have to make this announcement to bring the Shkalim already in the beginning of the winter, so that these people in Bavel would have time to bring their Shkalim in the proper time, and we can withdraw money from the Lishka, from the new monies, in the proper time, and people that live in Bavel, they live so far away, they needed a lot of time in order to be able to bring their Shkalim. That's why we would make the announcement over there very early. However, Hasid Rav Ula Kumi Rav Mana, Rav Ula responded in front of Rav Mana. Rav Ula did not like what Rav Chizki just said. We learned in a Mishnah, there's three times during the year, Terminus Alishka, that we make a withdrawal from this Lishka. Befresa Pesach, 15 days before Pesach. Befresa Hatzer is 15 days before Shavuos. Befresa Chag, 15 days before Sokes. Should it not be said that the reason why we have three different times that we withdraw from this Lishka, that's because the people that are closer, they're able to bring their Shkalim earlier Befresa Pesach, so their Shkalim are taken out 15 days before Pesach. The people that are a little bit further away, so it takes them a little bit longer to get their Shkalim to the base of Mikdash, therefore, before Satsaras, their Shkalim are taken out 15 days before Shvuas. And the people that are even further away, so it takes them a really long time to get their Shkalim into the base of Mikdash, before Sachag, so we're only able to take their Shkalim out 15 days before Sukkis. We see from here that everyone's not going to bring their Shkalim at the same exact time. They actually came staggered at different times of the year, and that's why the Mishnah says that we're going to be Tarim Trumus Halishka at different times of the year. So, based on, based on the top, Amrle, he responded to him, No, Kula Ka'achas Haisaba, really. All the Shkalim came at the same exact time. They all came before Nisan. So why is it the Mishnah said that money was taken out at three different times of the year if all the money came at the same time? We answer, In order to publicize the matter, these three times of the year are the times of Shalash Rugalim, when people would be coming up to Yushalayim, and they're going to hear that their Shkalim were taken out for the Karbanas Sibor that makes them feel good, and it reminds them that they have a Chilik in all the Karbanas Sibor. And that's the reason why there was a withdrawal taken out three times during the year, but really Really, it could have been taken out just once by Nissan because everyone's Shkalim were there in the proper time. And the Gemara continues, Rebbe Huda Pazi B'Shem Rebbe. He says as follows, Hey, Nikra Nivos, could the following Sukkim be read and a person not tremble? Litaiva, when it comes to doing something good, here specifically we're talking about donating for something good, what does it say? Kol Nediv Lev. Anyone who was motivated, anyone who was generous of heart, he donated for the Mishkan. Only these people that were motivated, they gave towards the Mishkan. But Lerah, when it came to donating for something bad, it says, Vice Parku Kol Ha'am. Everyone removed their nose rings and their earrings and they gave all the jewelry that they had. So we see when it came for donating something bad, everyone was involved. Furthermore, Litaiva, when it comes for a matter of Kedusha, it says in the Pasuk, Moshe had to bring out the nation to bring them to Har Sinai. He had to bring them along. But Lura, when it comes to doing something bad, this when it came to sending out Miraglim, it says, All of you gathered around me. Moshe Rabbeinu was giving Teichacha to Kal Yisrael, saying, everyone asked me to send out Miraglim. And another example, Litaiva, when it comes to singing or expressing emotion for something good, it says, Az Yashir Maisha Uvnei Israel. Then Maisha and the Bnei Israel sang when they came out of the Amsaf. Maisha had to inspire Kla Israel to sing. Well, Lerah, when it comes to expressing emotion for bad, it says, Vatisa Kol Ha'edah. Everyone raised their voices and cried after they heard the report of the Remiraglim, and no one had to tell them to cry. They did it on their own. 
And another example, Amr Bar Abba, it says in the Pasuk, Tzifanya chastised Klai Yisrael and told them, Ochein hishkimu hishchisu, but you woke up early and corrupted your ways. Any corruption, any Averis that Klai Yisrael did, they did it really early. They woke up early to do Averis. But we know when it comes to doing mitzvahs, we say that only the Zrizim are Magdim in the mitzvahs. We learn from all these examples how powerful the Yitzhahara can be. And once we had mentioned the Egel Azav, the Gemara says, Amr of Abba Bar Acha, we're not really able to understand the nature or the behavior of this nation. They're asked to give money to the Egel and they give, and they're asked to give money to the Mishkan and they give. Why don't they make up their minds? Are you giving to good causes or to bad causes? But now we have defense of them. He taught the following Braisa, it says in the Pasuk, you should make a Kapairis of pure gold. The gold of the Kapairis comes, and it's Mechaper for the gold of the Egel. So it's not like they're donating to good and to bad and that they're confused. They first donated for the bad and they wanted a kapara. They wanted to be attacking that so therefore they donated for the good. And more about the Machzah Shekel. Rabbi Chagab Hashem Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman he says this parsha, this topic in the Pasuk talks about three different trumas, three different donations. Trumas Adonim the truma of the Adonim the sockets that went underneath each beam. We know that each beam of the Mishkan had two protrusions and each one was fitted into a socket and there was a special truma that was used just for the sockets. Trumas Shkalim and the truma of the shkalm that were used for Karbanus Sibur, the trumas HaMishkan, and this is the truma just for the Mishkan, for all the other materials in the Mishkan. It says in the Pasuk, Dabral B'nei Yisrael V'yikhuli truma, Zui trumas Adonim, that's talking about the truma of the Adonim. Me'ez kol ish asher yidvenu libay tikhu as trumasi, another Pasuk, Zui trumas shkalim, that's talking about the shkalim. Bezois ha-truma asher tikhu me'itam, and then the Pasuk goes on to delineate all the different things that were brought, gold, silver, copper, many different colors of wool and whatnot. Zui trumas HaMishkan, that's the truma of the Mishkan. And we continue talking about this. Trumas HaMishkan, the Mishkan, the truma of the Mishkan was for the Mishkan itself, for all the different materials, Mashiach Yitzhi whatever they wanted to bring, they could bring. As we said, gold, silver, copper, all different other materials. Truma Shkalem, the carbon, the Truma the Shkalem, that was for Karban Sibor. Mashiach Yitzhi view, whatever amount that they wanted to bring, they could. Aval Yad Kula Shava, everyone had to bring the same exact amount. They didn't have to bring an exact half a shekel. They were able to bring any amount that they wanted. We're going to learn later on that there was a time in Eretz Yisrael where people actually brought way more than half a shekel, but everyone brought the same amount. However, in regards to the Adonim, it says, Ha'ashir lo yari machtes, someone who's wealthy wasn't allowed to give more than half a shekel, someone who was poor wasn't allowed to give less than half a shekel, everyone had to give exactly half a shekel. Chumas Adonim Adonim, this is talking about the Chuma of the Adonim, this was for the Adonim, it was used for the sockets and for nothing else. And similar to this, Amr Oven, Af Parsha even in this Parsha, Nemr Shal Shumas, it talks about three Chumas. It says, Machsas Hashekel, Chumal Hashem. It says, Yitain, Chumas Hashem. And it says, Lasses is Chumas Hashem. We have these three Chumas talking about the three Chumas that we just mentioned. And now explaining the Mishnah that says, Batasva Bai Karnas Megillah Bakracham on the 15th of it, meaning on the 15th of Adar, they read the Megillah in the walled cities. The Gemara tells us, Like Hidain Amr Abchelbai, Verav Huna, Verav Bishem Rabchia Raba. This is not like Rabchelbai, Rav Huna, and Rav Bishem Rabchia Raba. They said something different, and our mission is not like them. Clearly, they must be wrong. What did they say? Everyone's Yotze on the 14th because that's the normal time that most people read it. Meaning, if someone from a walled city who's supposed to be reading on the 15th read on the 14th, he's going to be Yotze because most people are reading on the 14th anyway. But our mission doesn't say that. Our mission says that the walled cities read on the 15th, implying that if someone from a walled city read on the 14th, that they're not going to be Yotze. The Gemara says, no question. Our mission is only coming to teach you that all the mitzvahs that are relevant to the second other and 
Yoyin, they are not relevant in the first Adar, meaning you are not Yod to them if you do them in the first Adar. And since there were other things that were supposed to be happening on the 15th of the month, that's why they mentioned Mikra Megillah. However, someone who's supposed to read on the 15th and they read on the 14th, they're still going to be Yod And now further discussing this halacha, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Acha, Rabbi Yasvin, Rabbi Yaisa, and Rabbi Acha, they were sitting and discussing this halacha, and I'm Rabbi Yaisa, Rabbi Acha. Rabbi Yaisa told Rabbi Acha, this halacha is not logical to say that the Chiddush of this halacha is in the past, meaning if someone from the 15th read on the 14th, and now we're way after the 15th, let's say we're 16th, 17th, or 18th, and he realizes that he read on the 14th, that he's Yaitse. That's not a Chiddush to say that. So what's the Chiddush in this halacha? This means if someone from the 15th read on the 14th, and it's still the 14th, or it's the 15th, we don't tell him that he has to read the Megillah again. He was Yaitse by reading on the 14th. That's what the Chiddush in this halacha is. But now Rabbi Yaisa asks a question on this. We learned in a a place that has a minute to read it on both days, on the 14th and 15th, they should read it on the 14th and 15th. Now, the reason why they do so is because they're in doubt which day to read it on, so therefore they read it on both the 14th and 15th. However, if this halacha is true, that someone who's supposed to read on the 15th is able to be yitzah by reading on the 14th, so why is it that they would read on two days? They should just read on one day, just read on the 14th, and they're going to be yitzah according to everyone. It must be that this is not a true halacha. And Amr Leir of Acha told Rabbi Yisa, Ofani Savarkain, I also hold that. I hold that it's not a problem. There's no stira in between this halacha and this brass that you just mentioned. However, Rav Acha doesn't explain it. The Gemara does explain it, though. Amr Rabbi Mani, the Gemara now brings Rav Mani to explain it. Vios, this is really a true halacha, meaning you are able to be Yotze the Megillah on the 14th if you're really supposed to be reading on the 15th. However, if you're from a place that you're not so sure if you should read on the 14th or 15th, then you read on both days. Why is that? Because Ilu Ben Tazvav Shakar If you have someone from the 15th, that he Lechatchilo read on the 14th, and he didn't read on the 15th. Shema Shem and perhaps we're going to listen to him. Im Amrit Kain, if you're going to say that we're going to listen to him, Nimsa Ato Eker's Man Krachim Biyadcha, turns out that we're going to uproot the whole concept of reading on the 15th. Meaning, if Lechatchila, a guy from the 15th, wants to read on the 14th, we're going to tell him you're not allowed to do that. That's because everyone's just going to end up doing that, and no one's going to end up keeping Purim on the 15th. However, if a person accidentally read on the 14th, even though he's supposed to read on the 15th, we'll say it's okay, it's fine, you don't have to read again on the 15th. And more about two Adars, Tanya, we have a breast of Shimon Gamaliel Eimer. He tells us, Mitzvah Hanoigas Badr Shani, that which is relevant in the second Adar, Enoigas Berishon, it's not relevant in the first one, Chutzmin Hesbid Minatinus, except for saying eulogies and fasting, Shashavim Bazeo Bazeh, they have the same din on both of them, meaning you are not allowed to fast or say a Hesbid on both the 14th and 15th of Adar Rishon and Adar Shani. And now we have Psak Halacha in this, Rabbi Rechi Bashem Rav and Rabbi Simon Bashem Rabbi Shubh and Levi, they say Halacha Kavshim Gamaliel, the Halacha is like Kavshim Gamaliel. Whereas Rav Chuna Rab at the Sipari Amar, he says, Reb Chanina instituted a minog in Sipirin like Rav Shimon Gamliel. And the Gemara explains, He only says that this minog was instituted. He doesn't say that that's the halacha. Now the difference between minog and halacha is that halacha is something that we're going to darshan publicly. We're going to tell everyone that this is the halacha. Minhag is that we're not going to darshan it publicly. However, if individuals come to ask what they should do, so we'll tell them, this is what you should do. And more about Adarish and Adarshani, Indian stars, when it comes to writing a star, an official document that has to have a date on on it, Kaisvin Adar Harishain, when it's Adar Harishain, when it's the first Adar, we write Adar Harishain. Adar Shani Stam, when it's the second Adar, we just write Adar and we don't write the second Adar. Divra Mer, that's Rameer's opinion. Rabbi Hudaimer, he says Adar Harishain, when it's the first Adar, Gimel Amadalaf on the top, Stam, then we just write Adar because every single year has one Adar, so therefore you just write Adar and everyone's going to assume that we're talking about the first Adar. But Adar Shani, if it's a second Adar, then Tinyon, we write this is the second Adar because not every year has a second Adar. So therefore, we have to make it very clear this was signed in the second other, not the first. We're going to stop here for the day. 
everyone should have a wonderful day.